0: buddy. What's up? Um, Welcome to another great episode of Try Spirits, guys. I'm your host, Parker. Join boy. Join boy. Join boy. Joined by my. That's a high proof bourbon we had before we started. Good yeah. lord. Uh, joined by John. Hello, I John.
1: Am, I am John Boy. John Boy.
0: The <laughs> Boy. Hanging out with John Guy. That's what did it to me. Um, And I'm joined by uh producer Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Uh, intern Allie back finally after studying abroad.
2: I know you guys have been clamoring for my return. I am more cultured than ever.
0: So yeah, if everyone can please just um, hold off on all the emails. She's here. She's back.
1: Yeah. Well, all right. I, I hope that all that culture can help you with all the stuff that's been piling hey, up in your. Absence. Jenny, are you
0: drinking the? Uh, are you drinking the the first pour we've got here?
1: No, no, no. That's uh,
0: good because uh, we poured the wrong thing to start.
3: Oh, uh, casual.
0: Um, so that's
3: my bad. I'm gonna
0: grab some new glasses for everybody. A little it's
4: good light. start to the year.
0: Yep. Right out out of, the, out of the gate here. You
2: know um, who wouldn't have made that mistake. Intern alley,
3: oh man, wow. so shots, so
2: so cultured from my study abroad trip.
3: So oh, just that's why I, I thought. I'm sorry, they yeah. looked similar.
0: What is doing a live. They do um, look the same. Hey John, would you be a favor and grab five more glasses? Now, luckily, we have no. What choice. do we have an intern for? That's a good point.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't admire my ass in these jeans if I'm sitting.
0: A lot of good points being made here in the podcast so far today. Welcome everybody. I'm also joined by Scott. Hello, Scott. A friend of the show, back again.
4: You allowed me back on for some strange reason.
0: I was uh, before the show I was telling everybody we get a tax break by hiring um, people like you and uh for the for an episode. It's great.
4: All right, um, all right.
0: Listen, you served your time and we're happy to have you, <laughs> have you have me on. <laughs> this is a jail, right? <laughs> yes. Listen, you did your dime upstate and uh you you're ready to get reacted <laughs> no, into no, it society. Was downstate. It, was
4: downstate. it was definitely downstate. It was definitely downstate. And yes, I did my time downstate. That's true. And uh, real know, southern Illinois, by the way, that is, you know, there's a lot of Illinois south of I-80. That's true. That's Most true. of the listeners here probably don't realize that but <laughs> it is
1: true.
0: Um, and this is our actually our second episode of the year um, coming off of our uh, Elijah Craig episode we did a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Relatively recently, but it feels like a while back.
1: It was an exciting one. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, also, we also appreciate the, uh, the the great feedback we got on the award show. Oh, yeah. Which was such a good time. Uh, the whiskey of the year, which was everyone was clamoring about the Pappy 20 shocking nobody. Yeah. Is that bottle fox?
1: Yeah. Well, we don't do a Pappy episode every year, so
0: mm. yeah, no, absolutely. That's unless we do, unless we do do now.
1: Well, the Patreon supporters need to up their game then. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Oh, I did one other programming note. I did. Um, we were really enjoying some of the bowl season stuff these past few weeks and, uh, you know, leading up to the bowl games. And some great mascot work. Oh, yeah. I did see that Cheez Its was sponsoring a bowl game. Uh, the Citrus Bowl, actually. Oh, that
4: right. giant cheese, it was awesome. It
0: was awesome.
3: Not as awesome as the Pop-Tart, though. The oh, yeah. giant Pop-Tart, the Pop-Tart was, was freaking better.
4: great. Did you see the trophy for the Pop-Tart one? It actually had two Pop-Tarts yeah. in it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing, yes. It, the had Pop-Tart,
0: two
3: pop-tart. it was all about the Pop-Tart mascot, though, the edible mascot. That shit was awesome.
1: Wait, that mascot is, uh, there's a danger to that mascot's life. No, he's, so, been, he's already been eaten.
3: He's gone. So well, let me,
1: they, they were announcing during the game, John. It's awake. They just don't know it
3: yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like the, the announcer, yes. what the Commentary was saying it. it was amazing. No,
3: seriously, the, the social media commentary had me down a deep rabbit hole that day. Um, not much productivity happened for me. So wait,
1: wait which one's the Pop Tart Bowl? Um, that I don't
0: remember the actual it was it was like a low level bowl game.
3: Yeah. But,
4: but, but again, by the way, the reason we remember these is because the game was awful. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it yeah. was... The it, Cheez-It one definitely Who was, was even in the Cheez-It one?
4: I
2: don't
3: want to talk about you. it.
4: Uh, uh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to anger some Iowa people here on the Cheez-It one. Oh, yeah. One. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: that, yeah. One was, that one was a really bad game. The Pop-Tarts one wasn't as bad, but... Oh, uh,
4: by the way,
0: I haven't had a thank you yet for not mentioning that to you. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> yeah. Um, <it's,
3: laughs>
1: can I get a thank you for thinking about it ever since I saw you and not saying anything about it?
2: I'm going to need you guys... Listen, you're going to have to fund another study abroad trip. Yes, that's right. I did take out the loans in both of your names. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair. <laughs> fair. Spell
4: my last name.
2: All you have to do, Allie, is remind
1: <laughs> us that the Gators did not even get to play in a bowl game this year.
0: Very true. Very Listen, very tragic. If and I did
2: that, I would be bringing up bowl games, which is not something that I want to do at this yeah. current moment.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Yeah, you know, Oh, man. But yes, the Cheez-It, my point being, though, the Cheez-It one was great. And I was like, man, Cheez-It's got a lot of money in this bowl game. <laughs> they can't throw us a couple bucks to right. be sponsor of the show. <laughs> so if uh, Cheez-Its are listening out there, we would love to take your money and you be our official sponsor. Just yeah. think about it.
2: I'm I'm looking at the spread in front of us right now, and I will say, this is like the first time in recent memory we don't have Cheez-Its on well, the table.
1: honestly, we don't need the cha-ching. We just need the... Cheez pay us in Cheez Its.
2: I actually would like Cheez-Its, a yeah.
1: little bit of money. But,
2: <laughs>
0: but <laughs> then mean, also the Cheez I was $6 just really
4: I just thought how uh, how impressive and, and appropriate was for college students. You know, Cheez Its are appropriate college. It's not like they were drinking Budweiser, you know, mm-hmm. you notice mm-hmm. you know they, and they podcasts, all had, yeah. they were just stuffing their mouth full of Cheez-Its at the end of the game. Yeah. Were well, they really? That felt, oh, what a wholesome, you know, American yeah. thing, right? That felt very appropriate for what was going on.
1: Nobody's ever ever sent Cheez-Its.
0: Anyway, we're here to do a podcast episode <laughs> about a spirit. Um, today, John, we're talking about Pierre Ferrand Cognac. Oh, uh, I thought
1: we were going to talk about P- uh, Cheez-Its
2: liqueur.
4: God. Not yet. There someday. are five different flavors. We could just do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a Malort infused with Cheez-Its. Okay, I got a soft track, though.
4: Oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God. Oh my God. Um, so,
1: that sounds disgusting, but
0: this sounds amazing. <laughs> We're talking about Pierre Ferrand. Who a, is Pierre Ferrand? A, a favorite cognac of mine. Um, what's your history with Pierre Ferrand, John?
1: I know what rum tastes like when it's finished in Pierre Ferrand casks.
0: I'm actually really glad you brought that up, because um, Pierre Ferrand and Plantation Rum, another favorite of ours, are both owned by the same parent company, Maison Ferrand. Out of France. Maison. All, mm-hmm. Is that like a
1: first name or is that like a title?
0: And that's actually a... Uh, a Maison is house. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the, you know, the Ferrand house, I suppose. Um they got a word for that and they got a word for the chateau.
2: Yeah. Well, well you know, chateau is going to be bigger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's castle.
0: And usually wine related. Okay. Um, but yeah, Maison Ferrand was founded by Alexander Gabriel, uh, a big name in spirits. Uh, in eight, in 1989, uh, with the mission to preserve age-old craft production methods that captured a true expression of the spirit of cognac and a commitment to revisit the classics while advancing innovation. And the innovation is a big thing. We're going to talk about here momentarily about some of the stuff he's done and you just alluded to with our love of plantation rum Yeah, uh, that he's kind of brought into um, the spirit's world. Um, this began with Ferran Cognac, 100% Grand Champagne Cognac for you, uh, you French wine lovers. I think that's Grande
1: Champagne,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grande. <laughs> yeah, if we, if
0: we were in line at Taco Bell Cantina, yes, would be Grande <laughs> Cantina. Uh, with roots in the region st- uh, stretching back over four centuries and 10 generations. And that 10 generations is going to come up as well. Interesting. Uh, in 1996, Alexander created a Citadel Gin, another great uh, oh, yeah, product from I see them. That. Yeah, I love that. So I, I included this because I think it's very uh, a very cool story, even though it's not really super related to the specific brand we're trading today. Um, Citadel Gin, the gin of France, uh, spearheading the movement of French gin. Uh, Never so heard of that. In France, uh, due to strict regulations imposed by Cognac's appellation, um, which is kind of like and wine has big on this or Nam like
1: yeah. Mexico's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's kind of same thing. Um, there's strict regulations on what you could do with cognac. Alexander Gabriel was obligated to stop using his cognac stills for seven months of the year. There's only what? certain times. This is with all cognac. They're only, you're only allowed to make it certain times a year.
1: Only for whatever, what, five months a year?
0: <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. And uh, after uh, five long years of negotiations, he obtained an AOC authorization to distill gin during that, the off oh. period. Um, the stills were usually dormant, giving traditional copper pot stills new life and purpose. Um, hmm. I talked to a guy who works for this company once, and he, his story on it was that it, it was a way to get all the employees like, working during the, the downtimes. Down so that it's makes like, sense, yeah. hey, then now everyone's working year-round. Um, even though I sit gin, I don't think it makes a ton of money. It's, I think it's a great gin, but I just think it's, you know, I
1: don't think I've ever had it.
0: It's uh, it's on your shelf in yeah. local places, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a pretty good gin, but uh, it's just really cool that like, they kind of just do it to keep the stuff going and, uh, are able to like give everybody jobs throughout the year.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know cool. what months, the five months that they have off would have been, but, yeah, but, and, and also it's, it's just really cool. It is good gin though.
4: It is a good time to interject the fact that, mm-hmm. that Armagnac and Cognac are some of the most regulated spirits. Oh out Yeah. There. By far. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just another example of that.
0: Yeah. France takes that shit seriously. Um, but I just love that story about Jin where he's like, he, he really fought to like be able to use this stuff in the off season, which I love.
4: Yeah. Freedom.
0: Uh, uh, he then introduced Plantation Rum, favorite of ours in 1999.
1: Oh, uh, Reflecting <laughs> his,
0: his passion for rum making techniques and implementing the uh, signature double aging process that distinguishes these spirits. That uh, is
1: really interesting because, okay, 99, but I've mm-hmm. seen some of their stuff from like the 90s. So it must have been like one of the first things.
0: Well, yeah. So, I mean, we we I have behind me here a nineteen eighty six one because what they what they do with a lot of the rum they do. We have the whole vintage collection, most of it behind us. So we've done an episode on or two. Um, they source some of it from local distilleries, so they go they go find oh, Alexander that's Gabriel right. is like amazing. He goes to all these local distilleries in the Caribbean or in the South Pacific or wherever, wherever else, and uh, it finds these distilleries and finds this rum. So a lot of it, like he he then sources from them and then the because co- he
1: was sourcing the cognac as well, right? Like that was Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then uh after several years of aging in bourbon casks in the tropics, they then ship it uh on boats to Chateau de Bonbonnet in France where they do a second maturation process that takes place in Ferran French oak casks.
1: I mean, somebody's got to say it. That was an excellent pronunciation of Bonbonnet. Oh, thank you. Thank I was, you. I see that word on the this- but yeah, And them.
0: we've talked about this on the, some of the Plantation episodes. All of the Plantation rum is then is finished in France in Pierre Ferrand cognac barrels.
1: From like one to three years-ish?
0: Yeah, well, up to four years I've seen. Up to four? Yeah. But uh, it's just so cool. I mean, they're the only ones doing that because they own both the brands. Yeah, they're using it all. But he's, he's really big on the innovation of this, which obviously with our love of uh, um, Plantation rum, they're doing something right.
1: Now, look, this is an ignorant question from an ignorant person. Uh, Pierre Ferrand, a person... And, like, why did Alexander G- uh, Gabriel name...
0: I, b- I believe, and I don't have this on here, but, like, I believe that was a brand, like, a name thing from way, way back when. Like he resurrected? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's true.
1: Just uh, like George Stagg doesn't work at Buffalo Trace.
0: I mean, not anymore. He was a person, though. Yeah. Not yeah. not anymore after he got fired for being drunk on the job.
1: In the 1800s. And that was hard <laughs> to do back then.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so today... I we- think
4: they called it bought out, right? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get bought out. Ooh.
0: Um, but today, we've got uh, five different Pierre Ferrand expressions to try.
1: All cognacs.
0: Um, is that almost Almost all cognacs. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Uh,
0: the fifth one is I'm very excited about um, is not technically a cognac, and we'll get to that when we get down there. Um, and first up, we've got their 1840 original cognac. Mm-hmm. Um, nom, nom, nom. And we're going to try that right after this break. Hey, we're back. We've got the 1840 original Pierre Ferrand cognac in front of us. This is their kind of flagship cognac um, created as a collaboration between Pierre Ferrand owner Alexander Gabriel, their cellar master Christian Guerin and cocktail historian Dave Wandrich, using rare 19th century cognac um, from 1840 as a base. Uh, this product is designed to replicate what would have been used in the cocktails and punches way back when.
1: Wait, when you say that it uses a rare 19th century cognac.
0: I think that was the style. I don't think it was actually style, like a, right? from 1840. Like they don't have like 1840 cognac kicking around. I was going to say that. I think, I think it's the style.
4: I'm yeah. pretty impressed if that was the style back then because, mm-hmm. you know, I always think of that, that time period to have really, really alcohol forward, hard to drink. This is beautiful.
0: Yeah. And, like, I've had this one before. It's bit long been a favorite of my, like, $40 cognac. Mm. This comes in at 46 bucks on the shelf. Does na- it? 90 proof.
1: That's amazing. Um, does anybody get, like, a sweet tea smell on this?
2: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. I Taking a good old sniff of this just makes me think, like, do, do I know what cognac is? <laughs> like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. And I mean that...
0: It's typically a little lighter, a little fruitier than your bourbon fare. Yeah. Um, I actually... in. We can talk about this in a minute. Um, I printed out that I f- a new wheel that I found a brandy uh, tasting wheel,
1: and it is uh, landscape instead of horizontal or uh, vertical yeah, horse.
0: yeah. It, it really Portrait. it really wanted to be landscape for some reason, so I just let it happen without trying to mess with it. But I I kind of like this. It's a uh, as you can see, kind of very fruit and uh, kind of flower forward.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the other notes too, but
1: there's some there's I'm, some woody, Yeah, w- what are
0: you guys getting on the nose?
2: Um, I've got some butter. Mm. I want to say. Like, um, you know, dried fruit, but it's not all the way dried. It's like chewy. Oh yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a, like an, like, ap- a- like an apricot that's like still chewy, Yeah. but dried a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, it's like almost a. I I get some honeysuckle as well. Honeysuckle yeah. for
3: sure. I love honeysuckle.
1: I'm getting like just past that, uh, iced tea or the sweet tea note I got, mm-hmm. like a little mint little I could see that. Bit. Yeah, I could see that.
4: I always think that um, cognacs have a a very distinct nose compared to bourbons and the fact that you're missing the the some of the vanilla and some of the the oak the real woody characteristics and you're trading them for you know more of the sweeter alcohol esters.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's a little more delicate too just up front. Yeah. A little more delicate I, than I feel your... like
3: there's a lot going on here. I think I would probably also say like passion fruit.
2: Okay.
0: I like that. Let's let's yeah. dig in. Let's dig in, Yeah, I like this tasting wheel. This is cool. Mm -hmm. Mm, I like that palette.
2: Yum. Mm. Mmm.
1: Mmm. It's sweet. It's got a lot of fruit.
3: I would
2: love this as like an after dinner beverage. Yeah. It's sweet, but it's not cloying. No. Because that's something I really dislike sometimes in sweeter spirits is that aftertaste. It's sweet, but it's light. Like it's... I'm, I'm getting a definite sweet tea aftertaste on it. Totally. I like, I like yeah. the Absolutely. sweet tea. Yep. Johnny,
0: you know what I'm getting on this from this tasting wheel is a fresh
4: peach.
2: Oh, yeah? Love peach.
0: I kind of dig that. Hmm.
4: And as it says in the description, it is great in cocktails. Mm-hmm. Vuccaray being my my personal favorite. Uh,
3: yeah, you are a Vuccaray guy. I'm, I love Vukere. I'm a big sidecar yeah. fan Can myself. Can I ask what a Vukare is?
4: Yeah, it's a New Orleans-style cocktail. It was mm-hmm. made in New Orleans. Um, it's usually about... Even parts, cognac, sweet vermouth, and rye or bourbon, depending on what you. Yum. And then uh, Benedictine syrup.
1: I thought there was. Well, there's no um, absinthe in that, or no.
4: No, that's it's a sazerac. It, yeah. That's the other other New Orleans cocktail.
1: Maybe it's a Benedictine, but something kind of like yeah, it gives it like this sharp flavor. Or at least that I remember. The, you I can
4: know. throw some bitters in there too, but uh, it's the Benedictine and the and the cognac that really okay. sing. So
1: I think
0: I still get some of that honeysuckle in the palate too. Totally.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's excellent. And so, so good with cognac, um, with like rum, do they add any, like, is this sweet taste that we're getting all from the, Oh my
0: God. You think in this, the way they have regulations in this, they're adding sugar. They're not to this? No, adding sugar to oh my sugar God. To this, God right? no, not, just, not at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Asking for a friend. No, absolutely. No way. <laughs> I, I, I know you knew that, but you were asking yeah, for the yeah, listeners. Um, yeah, yeah, no way. That's uh
1: it's so sweet. I mean, not like I said, like we said, not cloyingly, but like. You would not expect a bourbon to be this sweet, and it's the same thing. You can't add sugar to either of these things, but Mm. this is just, I guess, because it's distilled from a grape versus distilled from a...
4: But some brandies have more of a syrupy and a heavy sweetness to it. This is just Mm. real light. Mm.
0: Absolutely delightful.
1: Now, what was... Did we say... I'm sorry. What was the proof? on 90 proof. 90.
4: Wow.
0: I mean, we were drinking heavier than that earlier, so that might have helped make it feel lighter.
4: You did say it is all, these are aged in rum barrels, is that correct?
0: No, 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 um, these are aged in ex bourbon barrels.
4: Thank you. Uh, it didn't taste like... Um, I do have a note on that, too, I maybe I'm even thinking of a
0: different episode I prepped for. But, uh, yeah, I think I am, never mind. I'm thinking of a scotch we're going to try at some point in the near future, but not today. Cut this, cut this. <laughs> no, no, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. Yeah, I do. I've been prepping a bunch of episodes for the the new hey, year here. So
2: hey, new year, new me. I did not slam the rest of that. I gave it to John to slam. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, uh, thanks, guys. God, you're you're so evolved.
2: Yeah, I know, right? I have
1: one one eyebrow.
2: That's how evolved I am. Like the so how October. long is that going to last? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're hoping through January. Um... <laughs> I
4: mean, what what are we? On, day five, day four, yet? yeah. I'm
2: not even sure. <laughs> What, so, do we, uh, what
0: are we slamming next, Parker? Next up we've got <laughs> their um the, <laughs> <Thank you, Jenny. laughs> the, the, the Pierre Amber, which uh uses a lesser known grape varietal sorry, um Columbard grapes as part of the blend, in addition to the um Uni Blanc grapes, which make up most of it, but a little bit makes up is made up of this colombard, which is a uh kind of an older, lesser known grape in that region.
1: So are any of these grapes that you would use with like a wine you would drink, or are these just all Cognac. Not
0: really. These, these are typically made. It's like, usually with spirits in general, you're making out of grapes. It, the wine that it's getting, then getting distilled into the spirit is not wine you'd want to drink. Mm. Um, the youngest standard expression is at an average of 10 years of this. this is, I'm sorry. This is the youngest of their standard expressions. It's an average of 10 years. They don't do um, typically ages in any of their stuff because it's all blended. Yeah. So it's, uh, but this is, this is about 10 years.
1: Wow. So the first one we tried would have been a little bit older. Yeah. A little bit older. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's impressive that they can make this to scale because you could probably find most of these in any liquor store. Yeah, this is
4: very, very common stuff, the first two here. That is a very different profile.
1: Oh, yeah. That's got like, um,
0: it's a deeper thing, which you would expect from something called Amber. It's almost
1: like like tobacco. I I was going to say
2: like mango.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's very... Oh, I
2: love that nose, though. Yeah. It's almost like... Yeah. I do find this one noise. more tropical than yeah. the other one. I don't know if it's mango.
3: i say, like, mango is what made sense to me on the wheel, but it might not be
2: mango. I mean, it could also be passion fruit, again. I'm, I'm I can okay see that. I,
0: I like passion fruit. I get a hint of leather as well Yeah, on the nose.
2: Something, something rich like that, but also maybe some vanilla. Yeah, but, like,
0: very different nose,
2: though. Than it the could be, thing. like, a Tahitian vanilla, and then we're still going the tropical.
1: I think you're onto something, because I was like, it's not... Just vanilla extract. It's like
3: it's a like a vanilla
2: bean.
0: bean or, yeah. yeah. I, always, I, I just took a note. sip
2: of this.
3: It was
0: like four different vanilla notes, and I love them all. Yeah, it's great.
3: I honestly have never been that big of a cognac fan. Like I've had some that I've liked. These first two are very good
1: mm-hmm.
4: and very different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but I think the difference is highlighted in the grape varietal. Whereas I think a lot of the differences that we we find when we do bourbon tastings are the barrel more of a reflection of the barrel. Mm-hmm. This is just. The base is definitely different. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm getting like a tad bit of licorice on the aftermath. Like just a little bit.
4: A little bit. Yeah.
2: I find that one to be a shorter finish than the last one. The last one I thought um had a little bit more personality in its sticking aroundness. Mm. I think that I think it's um the leather note that Parker
3: had on the nose. I feel like the leather is at the end and it just kind of like cuts it. It cuts off. it. Yeah. yeah.
4: But th- there's a lot of more robust this. up front, though.
2: Yes, I more lo- robust up front, but then less of um, a slow meld into the the sweet tea that I got last time.
1: I'm getting a little wood on this, but I'm wondering if it's like a sandalwood. I'm just saying that
2: because it's on the wheel. It could have also been you just licked should the we, wood should we make, table. We we name
4: everything on the wheel. Yeah, yeah. let's
3: yeah. say can I? Can somebody define sandalwood for me? It mostly tastes like sandals, right? It's, I was gonna mm-hmm. say it's the wood. I thought
4: used it was the candles sandals. that you bought from like Yankee Candle. Yeah, That's the only time I've.
2: So, so like wood with feet with foot flavors. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know when you uh, light... when you just. No, I'm not gonna go any. I'm not gonna <laughs> go there. I'm wood. not gonna give the foot fetish people like a light wood. Yeah. anything to work with. <laughs> They've been
0: listening. No, no, you gotta find Ali on OnlyFans for that.
2: Yes, uh, only, feet. only feet. That's, that's where that's you can like, find like, me. I'm
4: sure that's actually.
0: I also get some pear on that one. A little bit of pear. Uh, this comes in at uh, forty-six bucks again. Same same price as the original. Uh, eighty proof.
1: I bet. I mean, I think they must have done their homework on this, proofing it down to eighty. Because I wonder if this was a ninety, if it would be like a little harsh.
4: Anybody um, in the uh, raisin or muscat kind of feel to that? Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I no, was I like gonna. That
1: note. I was gonna say fig.
3: So no. I'm cl- I'm close there.
4: Yeah, it's definitely got that uh, Madeira yeah. port kind of you know vibe to it. I, I love that note. Yeah, yeah, nice. that's
1: good. Mm-hmm. It's evolved. I dig it. All right, Parker. What are we trying next? What are we slamming next?
0: Um, so next up, we've got the double cask reserve.
4: Hey, John, this is the double cask.
1: Yeah, right. Well, it was the nameless one in front of me that was really throwing me off.
0: So this one's actually more expensive than the uh, 10 generations we're going to try next. But it, it's the, it was the third one in this tasting set. I think it's because the proof is lower. This is going to be coming at 80 proof. Okay. And then we're going to jump up to the highest thing we're going to try so far at 92 next. So... The double cask reserve aged first in small French oak barrels for seven to ten years, then blended with twenty-year-old cognac. Once blended, it's aged for one additional year in a humid cellar in casks which once held, with which once held, banyuls. Ba- a fortified dessert
4: wine.
2: Yeah, in uh, in France they have to say banyuls, 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 <laughs> banyuls.
4: Can you give us an idea what banyuls wine tastes like?
2: Well, Mike Bunyan's a little bit. <laughs> We're back to the
4: feet oh content.
0: <laughs> and um, this comes in at eighty proof, but a bottle of this goes for about ninety five bucks at your local liquor store, give or take.
1: And uh, is that a seven hundred and fifty? I'm just kidding. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. What are you guys getting on the nose on that one?
1: I'm. I'm the oak is on.
3: back. Uh, Doug's turkey
1: treats. I'm hung yeah. up on that. Uh, yeah. What <laughs> a, lot a
0: on, Doug treat on the nose there.
1: That uh, a little bit of that sweet tea. Oh my and...
3: gosh, Doug, you were killing me, man.
0: Yeah, Doug is like extra interested in cognac, which I appreciate. He's a very sophisticated dog.
1: You guys get a little Banyol's wine on
2: that? No? Yes? <laughs> I'm definitely getting something woody. It's um, the oak. The oaks. The oak. and But it doesn't feel like just a straight oak. Like maybe there's something. It's French
4: oak. Is it? I it, like, think it's, maybe it's yeah, by. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's like a nice Chardonnay oak. It's
2: it's smoking a cigarette out of a long cigarette
4: holder while it uh. <laughs>
2: this
4: is <laughs> why we don't have any fans overseas. <laughs>
0: We have Hey, we have one fan in Australia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rachel. We appreciate think, you listening. Yeah. I don't think the,
3: that's where the problem is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, what is the cognac situation in Australia?
0: You know, that's a great question, actually. Rachel, if yeah. you can hit us up at shyspiritsguys at gmail.com, I would love to uh, know what the cognac deal is down there. and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it on the pod.
4: Yeah. No, it's, it's got the same nose as a nice Chardonnay. No, it is kind of nice That exists? Oh, nice Chardonnay. I I nice love Chardonnay. You How have you no idea. I, I bought one for Nance. Didn't even we need it. to send oh. her on another trip. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this time, don't make me do manual labor. Make me uh, drink some wines. You can do both. You're gonna can. send you to Chardonnay, France. Okay, so I was not, I
3: was away for a moment, but on the nose, I get uh, butter and peach. Good call.
1: All right, I've I've already said that. <laughs> All right, give us your thoughts. Dive right in, buddy. What do you got? I, it's it's very muted to me. I don't know, um, in a good way. I feel like it's
2: um, the most. Yeah. This you, one reminds me the most of wine. Hmm. Um that Arnold's. grapey. Well, it's it's that um like citrusy or um like tart fruit flavor that you'll sometimes get in like a crisp white wine is what I'm feeling from that.
4: This is so definitely like my pear, my pear. favorite of the yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because I like my uh, giant Chardonnay, and this is a high-proof Chardonnay. And
2: Chardonnay Scott, curves. I'm gonna give you a. Um, I'm gonna set a goal for you
4: All right. to, to find
2: me a Chardonnay that I like,
1: and and for me too. All
4: right, next time, great... I got I got it covered.
2: Okay, no oaky, no buttery.
4: No, you're going to have to try both that? of those and yeah, you'll, you'll still that. like it. I've got a great You show will name still like it. That I, know I, it's... That I
0: bought for Nancy, she didn't want.
4: And, uh, no, she
2: did want it. She just was already drunk. when we I am
4: telling you, you will still like it with the oak and the butter. So, All right,
2: Patreon only I... listeners, you're going to get my tasting notes on that.
1: <laughs> so I'm guessing, though, that Banyol's mm-hmm. wine, if that is how you say it, is, its it's got to be kind of mild because this is nice. This is really good. Oh,
2: it's lovely. I get
1: a little
0: honey.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's, yeah, it's very. This is very easy drinking. I could drink five of these. That's mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I meant by me. And I might not, after this done. Yeah. This is done.
4: You say this is the lowest proof? Yeah, or? eighty proof. Yeah. That, that, that's product. also what we're tasting as well. The, yeah. the proof is very. Mm-hmm. You
1: know. No. The last one was eighty proof. too.
0: So. Yeah. The last. The last two were eighty proof. Um, very approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's no. So the the double cask. I'm wondering. Do you guys get any extra wood on this one? I don't find it to be overly woody, but I do definitely get a note of it. I
1: it's, think I get
3: more of a wood note on this one than I have on some of the previous ones.
4: I would agree, and you can see it in the color. Yeah, it you is know, darker. Definitely darker.
1: You know, it's funny. I I don't pick up in, as much as the um, Ten of Generations, which I just had, but I will say that um, that we're gonna find that the yeah. rest of
3: us are gonna find out about here yeah, momentarily. Yeah, poor,
1: poor casting for you that um, I have no idea what the ombre tastes like, but I imagine <laughs> <The> ombre <laughs> it tastes like figs. By ombre. The way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> John recording this episode from Mexico City apparently.
3: Hold on a second when I heard ombre I was thinking of like the hair. Oh no, I well I was thinking of like um oh there it, I don't know if this is from Friends but there is there's some sitcom that had ombre that was like a men's cologne. I am I'm oh, aware, I'm aware of what yeah. you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I can't place it but I yes, ombre. Um
2: for a while there was a um hair trend that was ombre, where like, let's say your hair would start at the roots as brown, and then at the end it would be blonde. Oh yeah. So that's what I was thinking when you he you said. You talking about John's current
0: hairstyle? Yeah.
4: yeah. John, and it's I was unaware that what I would learn tonight was from Allie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I keep you guessing, Scott. <laughs>
1: that's why she's our intern. Mm-hmm. Listen, she's she, she got the
0: fastball and the changeup. Like, yeah. You're not ready for it.
4: That is a changeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll go with it.
0: All right. So, next up, we've actually got John, the 10 generations.
4: <laughs> you guys are in for a treat.
0: <laughs> uh, the Ferrari there's a ge-
3: little bit left there. I also j- just burped right into the mic. You're welcome, everybody.
0: <laughs> Listen, smell a vision. This is a real podcast for the real people. Um, the 10 generations. Uh, why don't is we fun. slam
4: what's left there?
1: Unvarnished. Though. Let's slam it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's that one. Ten Generations. The Ten Generations is a cognac produced entirely from the Ugni Blanc grape, uh, grown in the premier crew of Grand Champagne. Uh, the cognac was distilled on the, on the Lees, which is using unfiltered wine to provide a complexity. Uh, it matured in French oak barrels, 20% of which were ex-Sauternes casks in a humid cellar. So we should get some interesting Sauternes impact here. Uh, Sauternes. Uh,
3: Sauternes. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you remind me what Sauternes is? A
0: white dessert wine. Okay. Um, the name Ten Generation Generations, generations uh, is a tribute to the ten generations of the Ferrand family that have passed down their knowledge and viticulture and distillation through generations. Uh, Mademoiselle Henrietta, the last descendant of the main branch of the Ferrands, was the guardian of the family history, and she entrusted these memories to Gabriel.
1: But what did Gabriel have to pay for that? I think he paid with his body. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wasn't there. I can't speak to that.
1: Yeah, we're just supposing here.
0: Uh, and this bottle comes in for about 65 bucks. comes in at 92 proof.
4: Hey, for 65 bucks, this is awesome. Yeah. You guys are in for a real treat.
2: Let's get our little nosies Ooh. in
3: there. I got like some pear and apple on that.
0: There is like five or six things going on in this nose right
3: now. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm getting some, a little pineapple. Uh, there's something interesting. That's something,
3: something floral. I haven't figured it out yet.
2: Maybe like a jasmine. I can't remember what I said before, but I don't I'd know if I know what that. Jasmine
4: smells
0: like. Cool. I, get, I get like a floral, hit the for I, I get like a floral nutmeg caramel combination that like I'm having a hard time pinning down.
4: Too much eggnog over there. Uh, hey, you the know, break.
0: don't worry about it. Our eggnog episode was great.
1: <laughs> Almost listened to uh, episode by me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someday we'll get John to listen to one episode of this podcast. I have. Of which he is the co host. Yeah.
3: The, the eggnog one is the one you've listened to? Yeah, I did. I started listening
2: to
0: it. <laughs> that, that, that explains why it had 10,001 listens. That
2: yeah. <laughs> Everyone else who always listens and John. Yeah. I got to say,
1: um, I'm picking up, like, when you say Jasmine, I, it reminds me of like walking out during the summer and like getting a smell of something. You look around, you're like, there's that little bush with all those little white flowers on it. Is that what you're picking
2: up? Is that what you're talking about when you say jasmine? Well, John, jasmine um, I think you have more experience with your nose in a bush than I do.
0: <laughs> nice.
4: Watching her formulate that thought was even, mm-hmm. even better than the Ooh. delivery. The wheels it was were like like the anticipation. I, was, I was waiting to see
2: if someone was going to stop me.
1: <laughs> the wheels were turning. Uh, and, uh, and we no stopping. Hopefully the editor stops you.
3: I have the slightest bit of chocolate on this one, too. <laughs>
1: I'll go for it.
0: Uh, that is delightful, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I do get a lot of floral.
3: Oh yeah, floral up front for mm-hmm. sure.
0: A lot of floral, maybe a little bit of like um, apricot, something like I'm a stone definitely fruit? getting that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I've got caramel on the finish.
0: Yeah, and I like that. I like that little bit of caramel or a candied fruit kind of thing mm-hmm. going on in the back end.
4: Yeah, Man, the, can, the candied fruit. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I got there too.
0: Delightful. Mm-hmm. That's really good.
4: Mm-hmm. That is great.
0: Man,
1: it's good. still it's still changing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mademoiselle Henrietta. She really, she really did it well.
3: Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. All right. So. I want to, I want to add that nutmeg note from the nose. Yeah. Wow. On the palate. The more that I've like sifted this one.
0: It's good. Yeah. I love, I love nutmeg in this. I think, um, reminds me just getting that fresh nutmeg out for your painkiller. <laughs> yeah,
4: actually, that's probably about right.
0: You're, you're my father at a chain restaurant ordering a pain, ordering a painkiller, and then and pulling then, out your little baggie mm-hmm. of nutmeg and your, your little grinder you brought, Yeah. like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've or you could just it. go do it where they, you know, actually great nutmeg. Make... Well, when you live in Daytona
0: Beach,
1: Florida, I was gonna say, not unless... a lot of places that are great nutmeg for you. I, I don't know of any place in Florida that, I mean, it'd have to be. Oh, no, there's places Oh, do there's it. definitely places the Grand in Florida. Florida. In, in like, um,
4: come on, they have Orlando. Like, yeah, I the mean Keys. Or, Haven't you seen, like, Book of Mormon? Orlando is like.
1: Now, look, like, I did John's hometown. I, I did grow up in Orlando, and I I think you're talking about Kissimmee. Uh, <laughs> oh, John, fired. I
2: could show you some places in Tampa if you ever want to come. Come visit us down the, uh, the old I-4. I-4. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on it. Uh, now, I was just in the Keys, and I will say, mm-hmm. very few places are classy enough to great nutmeg. A lot of places in, are- In the Keys? In Key West. That surprised uh, me a bit. I mean, most people are along Duval Street, and Duval Street doesn't have time to- But there nutmeg. are
2: places in the Keys that are oh, I'm, definitely I'm uh, sure. more refined.
0: John, can I ask you, um, what goes on in Key West after 10 p.m.?
2: Um, actually,
1: I do know because I was there for New Year's Eve, and I'll tell you this, not as many side boobs as you would have thought. <laughs> what about
3: front boobs? Yeah, I was
4: going to say, what's the rest of the boobs situation? Any nips? It
1: was very covered.
0: Very uh, covered. So, John, are you saying that when we were there for Fantasy Fest recently, uh, it was more ridiculous than when you went to New Year's? I'm saying News?
1: that Fantasy Fest is the time to visit Key West. Although, I, uh, there are three things that drop in Key West at midnight. Ooh. <laughs>
4: Ooh, here we go!
1: It was. Uh, is no one gonna get to guess? Come on, can we
4: can we drum roll this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and right. number one, the
1: first thing that drops is a conch. Okay. Oh, yeah,
4: okay. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's conch. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. Conch, right. Conch, okay.
1: And the second thing, a pirate wench as she shouts as she goes down this um, schooner's mm-hmm. mask, mm-hmm. and the last thing is a big red high heel with a drag queen in it. <laughs> yeah, we were
0: we were looking for all the panties, John. We were looking I, for I all the panties. For, uh, you,
1: you, you. Oh no, they
0: were already dropped by
2: yeah, midnight. I was gonna say yeah. let's see it up on the board.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, you said midnight, not not four p.m. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. By four p.m. they were gone.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for that Chai Spirits Guys family feud episode. <laughs> uh Damn. everybody oh, there may be idea. a chance
2: that I will be taking a trip to Key West in uh end of February. So Let's uh, give us your suggestions for... Let me know if you need uh, company. Yeah, for places <laughs> yeah. I should hit yeah,
0: up. Yeah,
4: for suggestions.
2: There's just direct
0: going flights you. from Chicago to Key West, and I am very
1: interested in yeah. <laughs> going back.
2: Parker, I think I know the answer to this question, but are you prepared to cuddle in a bed with me and Nance? And John. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, he was good up until that last I little say, bit. It's starting uh, to get weird now. And, and, and now I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, last up, gang. This is pretty exciting. Um, we have their uh, their Renegade release. So they've actually done a couple of these. This is the Renegade number three. You don't um, normally let us drink this. No, I don't, because this is for... The, so poor uh, heavy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, full disclosure, I've had this bottle for a while. I absolutely love this. John knows it comes, my... Lo-
3: it comes in a pretty box.
0: Yeah. Parker, I got you this bottle. That's You true. definitely did not get this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, th- this is great stuff, though, because... Um,
1: All right. So tell us, there's something interesting about this. It's like inverted from what we're n- normally used to, right?
0: Yeah. So Ferran Premier Crew, uh, the Cognac Vintage 2011, which is what the, the the base spirit for this, undergoes a second maturation in ex-plantation Jamaican uh, casks from rum that was initially produced in 1996. So you, I've got a bunch of plantation rum behind me. Yeah. So one of the ones they did from 96, they, they used that barrel- those barrels and they finished this 2011 vintage cognac in that this was from i believe last year so that would have been about 11 years and they and they finished it in the 96 um jamaican cognac made at long pond distillery
1: do they do a renegade every year is that a thing
0: uh they've done three that i know of i I think they did a fourth one we haven't it hasn't been seen yet here in illinois that they've at least it's not been released yet but it's going to be we gotta find
1: we gotta get make friends with people at the liquor store
0: yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to endeavor to, like, make a friend or two at the, the local liquor store. Um, I they, wish they, I had one. I, think, I feel like they know me by name by now, though. Yeah, really? Cause I'm there so much. Um, so. Uh, th- this one, though, John, not technically a cognac because of the second maturation. Because cognac, as we talked about, is very strict in, uh, in, in their regulations and stuff. So because this is finished in rum barrels... It's not a cognac anymore. Oh, God. As soon as, well, it, as soon as it touches that rum barrel, John, it's no longer a cognac.
1: I mean, people can make the same argument about bourbon under the regulations.
0: Yeah, but they take it way more seriously. They have a
1: better uh, TTB, I guess.
0: Well, better is a strong word, but they're, you know, they... More militant. In, in France in general, they are very serious about all of their specific things. Well, and it's I
4: would interesting. Say, I would say they have more of a, an effective bureaucracy.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been around a lot hey, longer than I us,
1: appreciate so. that. I appreciate that. Uh, so use and this, this comes
0: face. in at 96.4 proof.
1: By the way, I'll say this says 2021 edition. So this is really vintage on the bottle.
0: Well, no, that's what it, I just oh, told sorry, you. I'm sorry, was um,
1: 2011 or 2021? 2021, I'm sorry. Um, uh, So it's uh, like uh, 2021 edition.
4: So oh, cool, cool. Yeah.
1: So I was going to say, though, yeah. I'm looking at this, and it actually doesn't say, very, it's like hard to find actually what the spirit is. It's like Pierre Ferrand. Referand renegade
4: it says artisanal brandy right in the bit middle, then. but it says Jamaican
1: rum barrel, and then it says artisanal brandy like yeah, cause these are it, all... cause it's not a cognac anymore right no, like, I'm
4: pretty sure it, it says aged in you just have to read the entire sentence double maturation
1: in oak and Jamaican rum barrel, artisanal brandy distilled in, yeah, I'm just saying that like these are all the same size font
0: <laughs> yeah, but you like so they can't call it cognac because yeah. of the so they say artisanal brandy, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's aged in Jamaican rum barrels, and these are awesome Jamaican rum barrels from Long Pond. And uh, that's it's just a, it's a really cool thing. It's a really cool thing that they do. Yeah, and they can do because they own plantation and they own Pierre Ferrand.
1: Yeah, I guess my point is just I just want to make this is that they're not highlighting brandy in the same way that they're hiding like highlighting I cognac you. in these. Well, yes, I understand. yeah.
0: So and also let me really blow your mind. So that plantation rum, you know what that was finished in? Don't Pierre Ferrand cognac.
4: Oh my god, this is so inception. Oh
2: my god.
4: So it's the uh, completing the circle of life. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: there's a lot of a lot of a lot of things happening. A lot of moving oh, parts. Yeah. A lot of ins, A lot of outs. A lot of what have yous.
3: Is there a way that we? Is there a Jamaican or a, a Jamaican plantation that we could taste? Like on the top of your with shelf. This. No, not that one. <laughs> I mean, maybe that one. I
0: have, yes, I have two other ones that we could try. Yes.
3: Um, that, yeah. It's nothing that's breaking the bank here. That might be an interesting, like, lineup to this. Maybe there isn't, but I just, you know.
0: Yeah, let's um let's try this first and talk about it. And then, okay. yes, I usually I'm the one making irrational decisions to try more stuff. So thank you, Jenny, for, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, for being the loose cannon on the episode. <laughs> happy, of
2: happy to be here. That's mm. what the
1: producer is for, making mm-hmm. a call like that. Mm-hmm. And
2: just to add in, uh, mm-hmm. ever since that first one, I have finished all of my drinks. I haven't given anyone else a single that's good. one. Also, so, so for anyone who's asking how long that was going to last, Scott, uh, one drink into 2024.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad that you are very consistent. Yeah, you know.
0: And also, I think it's important to, to point out that Allie got some new jeans, single men of the world, and, uh, <laughs> and her, her ass looks great in them.
2: Everyone's uh, talking about pictures, it. So that, pictures will be on the Patreon. So therefore, she can drink whatever she likes. <laughs> Just right. adding a little more junk in the trunk.
4: That's
1: right. So on this nose, and I'm talking about the uh, artisanal brandy, not uh, Allie's jeans. Some people like to put their
2: nose in that, too.
1: I'm sure.
4: Uh, now we've reached the uh, the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom.
1: Yeah. She doesn't listen. I don't know if it's the power of what? suggestion, but to me, this nose is a little kind of like a Jamaican rum. It's a little funky. I've got some, but-
3: some butterscotch. Oh, yeah, I like the pineapple. I'm getting... Uh, but it's kind of
4: muted funky.
2: I'm getting some banana yeah. for the first time. Yep.
0: That's um that's a very um mm. strong Jamaican rum note, by the way, is banana.
2: Mm-hmm. Nanners
0: usually like um like really uh this is like a gateway rum. What do you guys get on the palate on this one?
1: Now, on the palate, I think it's back to cognac or brandy to me, for it,
4: me. With proof, I mean, you could definitely tell that this is. I mean, it, it compares more to the the ten generations, obviously, than, than the eighty proofer.
1: Actually, so this is forty eight point two percent. Just want to get ninety six point four proof.
2: I've got some oh, caramel. Yeah, yeah
4: took me, it took me it took me three. Uh god it took damn. me three of these to figure out where the proof was on the sheet.
1: Oh my god, yeah.
2: I'm for, getting cinnamon.
3: I'm I feel like I've got some caramel. Mm. I don't mind the cinnamon note. I feel like I've got some like dried fig or dried apricot, something like that.
4: I think it's really delightful. It is.
2: It's very nice. Thank you, Parker.
0: Yeah, I love this bottle.
3: Um
4: Thank you I wish sure. we had more of the ten generations to go back to it, but I think I killed that. Uh actually a little bit left in here. So there you go.
1: Sweet.
0: There you go. Um, but no, I I do get the the hint of that Jamaican rum though. Yeah, is there? It's a it's so subtle because the cognac is is up front with it, but you're definitely getting a little bit of that funk, the light funk.
1: That inception really just makes it so complex, and like, I like that it kind of like it's like a burnt banana that I love. Yeah,
4: I'm here for it. I, I, it's Ooh. the gateway to rum. Mm-hmm.
1: Caramelized banana. Yeah.
4: I don't know mm-hmm. if you've
2: had that before, but like the. Little sugar over the top, you get that mm-hmm. l- that yeah. open flame. It's like burnt
0: caramel banana. Yeah, yeah, no 100. Yeah. That's a. Uh, it almost nice.
2: feels like it's an Easter egg for people who are just drinking this. They're going to taste something delicious, but for people who know about Plantation and know the, you know, what Inception is happening here, you really can pick out those notes. I think, which is very fun.
1: Are we talking about? By the way, we're talking about the caramelized banana. Is that bananas Foster? Is
2: no, that, like not a full. Um, fosterization is a word. Okay. But just for me, I'm thinking you put sugar over the top, you get a blowtorch,
3: and you just so when I used to work at at Magianos, we had a uh dessert that no longer exists. That's what was called Nona's Toasted Pound Cake. Oh. And it came with caramelized banana. They would split a banana in half. So would, they would open it up and then put the sugar over top and then caramel, like like then brulee it. Um and then the pound cake had like uh, fresh, like hot fudge over the top of it. This would why pair. Why did they stop? This would pair magically because it's a lot of work. Oh, is yeah, why they right. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and then COVID happened, but and they didn't have manpower and whatever. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah torches. Moving, moving person,
0: on, person power.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> in terms of complexity of flavor, though, like I think we did start with the lightest, most approachable, and kind of move our way into, you know different lands we we had the fig and then we had the mellow oak and then the 10 generations and this really does cap it off well
1: i am gonna try the ombre
2: um
4: <laughs> it's a, i don't know why i thought that but that's what i thought
2: um uh, <laughs> i think i left myself a little renegade so i can try it against the uh the old plantation run yeah,
0: so we're calling Plan- an audible here and
2: plantation um, yeah, write that one down.
0: So, so John, this is a uh, a plantation Jamaican single cask I've got from 2007. So not 96, but, you know, I, it's 2007. In 96, I was two years old. What's that 96 one? Uh, nobody asked you, and why don't you shut the fuck up? Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, so this was... a hey, uh, flaunt it if you got it. That's I mean, yeah, what so I'm saying. So I want to talk
0: to you a little bit about the fermentation of this. Because yeah, th- what gives Jamaican rum its funkiness is they put on a slow burn. Um, this ferments for 14 days and then four to six days after, I don't know why there's a range, but yes, i yes, your glass, I'll put rum in it momentarily.
1: Wait, it, I'm sorry. For four to six days, it does what?
0: I don't know it says 14 days and four to six days. So I guess there's multiple things in here. So some of it's <laughs> whatever, but, uh, they, they do. So Jake and rum does that. It's a longer fermentation than most rums because they give it time to get the wild yeast in there, which gives it that funkiness that everyone talks about with you make rum. This is a this is a combination of long pond and Clarendon that I guess they then barreled separately for this single. Cast. Oh, that
1: makes sense why there's the range. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So it's got some uh, it's got some long pond in it though, which is where that rum that was finished in this last one was was from. Um, not quite as old, but I'm interested to see if we get any similarities.
1: You said 96. Do you have a bottle of 96 around here? Is that why? Or no, we're uh, no, no, no 96 is that's the barrel they
4: oh, finished right, this right, in. Okay. It was the age of the rum, but not the age of the cognac. Because we do. Previous. I
1: think I have a 97. That's and then
4: Yeah. But I don't know if that would even not uh, I mean, that but you're comparing the age of the barrel of the rum barrel as opposed right. to the twenty to eleven bottling of the cognac that we're talking about. It, so this is probably closer.
0: Yeah. Now the bottle I have that you guys were alluding to is a ninety four. Whoa. Okay. Um, which the
2: year of my birth. As we've
0: talked about Jenny almost died for.
3: So
1: Oh yeah. That
2: in our sense. That story has been
3: told many times. Yes. Pretty
2: sure my mom almost died for me to be born in ninety four. Oh my God, Allie! All right, I'm done. That's it for the. That's it for at least uh, the week. Why are you like this? Well, one second. Your dog's trying to steal my uh, headphones.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's for the best. We're the like hey, we,
0: he's like we gotta get an upgrade on this fucking last guest. So let me yeah. get in here. Yeah. Get headphones from. I, I love when Allie's going off book. Doug's like, get get that away from her. We gotta get
4: He's out like, like, we're cutting this,
1: we're cutting this. Yeah. Allie, listen, you're going to
4: make me into actually, a regular if you're not careful.
2: Listen, Producer Doug, I will not mention my birthday again for... No,
4: no, the birthday is okay, but not year. the birth part.
2: Well, I mean, everyone... <sighs> listen, I'm just trying to give everyone time to get ready for my 30th birthday.
4: Uh, I expect... She, she's really going to flaunt. I expect the, the
2: listeners to... Um, Make some sort of, you know, video collage that will be played at my birthday party.
4: Man, expectations. All right, when is your birthday again? August 26th. We got time. Cool. She's going to bring all the pappies that day. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the whole lineup, which is great. How
2: am I getting the rest?
4: I don't, I don't
0: know. Making more hey, friends. than you
2: know who I'm going to have to talk to to find out how to get the rest? Good old Gabriel. Yeah. Have him teach him teach me my his secrets.
0: A- Alexander Gabriel you're talking about? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. He If he got him from Henrietta...
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he knows some he's stuff. He's got ways. He's got ways. He knows some stuff. All right, for let's sure. talk about... I want to hear... But yeah, yeah, so there's rum in front of us from Plantation. A 2007 um, single cask.
3: I've got... The car- noses oh. of
4: these two are similar. Oh, let's the, say the, car- the Renegade versus the Plantation rum. They're, they are very... Mm-hmm. St- that you don't have the full banana in the Renegade, just like you were saying, you've yeah. got it. It's a muted
1: name. version of this,
4: yeah,
3: Car- but it's still caramel yeah. and banana. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: not just banana. Okay. Right? Yeah, not even like ripe bananas. Yeah, this,
0: this tastes like Jamaican rum. Yeah, that's which I mean, it is. Well,
3: I didn't taste it. That was the yeah. nose for me. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry,
0: I dove right in. I, I couldn't nose. help myself. I was too excited to drink, drink Jamaican rum.
1: And a lot of people don't like Jamaican rum, as I learned during our spirits it, competition. Year well, again. you
0: know, John, some of us are um, are right, and some of us are wrong, and some of us are winners, and some of us aren't, and you know, we just.
2: Let's talk tasting notes
0: on
4: this. I,
2: well, <laughs> I also, on the rum or
4: the... Uh, on the, the rum. Here. On the rum.
2: I also do think that Jamaican rum for someone, I mean, and this is coming from a year ago when I started being on this podcast. I knew nothing about... Anything. Okay, sure. I mean, this uh, podcast... Uh, basically, no, but about spirits other than... The very, very basics of what I liked and what I didn't, or what I thought I liked and didn't. Um, I thought I hated all rum. The first time I tried Jamaican rum, I would have told you it was disgusting and I didn't like it. And I am like really loving and enjoying this now. You're welcome. So Thank you. But I mean, that just goes to show how much your palate can change the more... You try things mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe just the more you go down that deep hole into uh, alcoholism.
1: All right. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> John had a nice moment yeah, there. That's yeah, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we always, yeah. John, uh, you know
0: what we, we're missing from this episode? A deep the, the one thing. No, no. The one thing we're missing was the intro.
2: The, the, the Vic shimmy. That's the oh, one thing yeah. we're missing. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, my roommate's cooler than me.
1: No, that's not true. You guys are equally cool.
0: Yeah, 100% equal. But the cats no are, one thinks the, that. The well, cats are definitely cool. Listen, you're Marion and Pippin and you guys are both amazing.
2: I can't it's tell you guys
3: apart. Equally
1: amazing. When I look at you two, I can't tell you apart.
2: <laughs> I would I also love that. I, w- I
3: would also like to add tobacco as a note. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you for
4: keeping us on track, producer.
1: I got I got two strong things here on the nose. I don't I've tried it too, but um nutmeg and pineapple just having a big old love session.
2: I'm getting butterscotch on the nose. Mm.
0: I like that pineapple note, Um, butterscotch. I can see that too. I get um, something deeper than that
4: though. That's there. God, I love Jamaican rum. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm going back and forth between smelling and tasting it. By the way, and this is like a cocktail in a glass.
4: I have a feeling that uh, Gabriel was, uh, you know, in in as much of love of Jamaican rum as uh, yeah, he must
1: have. Well,
0: yeah, because they're they're part owner of the Long Pine Distillery now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Since when? Is that recent Um, No, I read it up on their website when I was doing research for this episode. Um, no, it's been for a little while now.
1: But do they own any other distilleries? Uh, they have a
0: couple. They have a, really? they have like three that they're at least part owner in that I'm aware of. I'm sure there's more than that. But usually, like, they'll go and source it. I know in, like, Fiji, and we've talked about Fiji. Um, uh, Fijian Fiji rum is awesome. rum. Yes, I've yeah. recently in, in introduced Scott to Fijian rum, and it's amazing. Yeah, and,
4: I I will continue to make sure that there's a bottle in my cabinet always.
0: Yeah. And, but uh, plantation bought like most of the Fiji rum, but it was like, they didn't own the distillery. They just bought most of the rum.
4: And that
1: makes sense because they're like standard bottles mm-hmm. include a Fiji, like the squat bottles they sell. Yeah. Fiji, uh, Jamaican.
0: Yeah. That's what, that's what, yeah. They have the, the, the Barbados, they have Fiji and they have Jamaican. Yeah. Or they're kind of, there's some of their standard stuff. And then they have like older, we have one of them behind me here. One of the Fijian ones, which is cool. Anyway. The Jamaican rum, you definitely get it on the Jamaican rum that it translates to that Jamaican rum finish. Yeah. Getting back to the point of all I, I guess uh, the But
4: the banana, though, is, is yeah, very the pressing. marker. Yeah, no, that's, that is the, the marker the Jamaican in rum. The esters uh, yeah. in the rum is way different than the esters in the, no, in I, the renegade. I, I will
0: note, when you get to, like, super-duper funky Jamaican rums, this is, like, a, almost a, a subtle-to-medium Jamaican rum. Seems like it, yeah. There are Jamaican rums. When I first got into rum, I was, like, just trying everything I could. And there are rums that are even too funky for me. And you get, really? like Yeah, that banana gets less ripe, let me tell you, as you get a— and it's just like, oh my God, this is like, and you get like more of like a menthol thing or not menthol, a uh, like a petrol thing. Hmm. And it's just like, it's a lot. It's wonder, super duper it, funky. And some, some of the really funky rums, this is this is not that, this is great. This is where where I want it to it be. It really,
1: yeah, it seems like a good spot.
0: But there are Jamaican rums that are like, holy shit, this is too
1: funky. I do think Scott's right though, that the Renegade is a nice gateway. Uh, the brand, That artisanal brandy is a gateway to uh, mm-hmm. Jamaican rum.
0: Because I've seen a couple other cognac brands that do some stuff where they're like, I forget the name of it. But there's one that does an American oak finished one, and it's like not you can't. They can't call it cognac because it's finishing like you new American. Think,
4: yeah, oak. An American oak would totally overpower the cognac. Then.
0: Yeah, and it's like six months in that. It's because like they're trying not. Oh, to, okay, for her- enough. Yeah, but, just, but still in and out. Even six months in a new, a new American oak barrel does a lot to it. And I tried it. and I thought it was great. And was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they can't call it cognac because it's it's got all this oak influence on it that you wouldn't expect on a cognac. But uh, no, I Pierre Ferrand. I think is doing some great stuff. Let's talk. Let's go around the table and see what everyone's favorite was. I want to start with Allie.
2: Um, that Ten Generations I really, really loved. Um, are we including the Renegade? I don't know. It feels separate. Um, yeah. Let's do the
0: four main ones.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going Ten Generations as my favorite. Um, but shout out to just that 1840 original because, I mean. I thought I knew what cognac was and the first sip of that I mean it was it was with all of these but that first sip it was so good I loved um the entire experience the um the nose on it the aftertaste everything and it just proved I was wrong about what I thought cognac was but overall fave 10 generations Jenny I am mostly echoing
3: exactly what Allie just said, but I also would like to, so 10 Generations is my favorite. I'd like to shout out the 1840, but also the the Amber or Ombre or whatever we're calling it it's nowadays. Amber. It's Amber, don't sit down. Um, <laughs> um, we're not
0: in, we're not in fucking Tahiti or whatever the fuck, I don't know.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but. Cancun,
0: sorry, I meant Cancun. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I felt I thought those first two. I was very surprised by how much I liked both of those, and then. Um, but I do think the Ten Generations was better. Yeah.
1: Are you ready for my tasting notes on the ombre? <laughs> so I I have tried them all now, and I I think hey, it's thanks for playing, John. Yeah. That's a- yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> I think because I've had these all out of order, the one that I found the most interesting was the Double Cask Reserve. Honestly, um, Ten Generations was really. Delicious complex taste, but um, there's something nice that I really liked about that uh double cask
0: and and like that. Uh, but enthused me to retry this,
1: yeah. Give that a retry, cask, yeah. yeah. It was just um, something that that I recall that was kind of vanilla. I'd have to go back and listen to the tasting notes on it at this point because I've gone back and forth between so many things I can't remember. So
4: i have actually with Jod, yeah. I, I the double cask is yeah. the uh, is especially at 80 proof, I think. The extra flavor imparted by the 10 generations is just because of the extra proof. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the delicacy and the uh, the nice French oak on the double cask, that's, that's mine.
3: I think it's cool that, I, I know Parker hasn't given his yet, but even prior to that, I'd like to just add, it's cool that we have a lot of answers that are all over the map. Mm-hmm. So that means that there's a lot of really good things here.
1: Yeah. All right,
0: Parker, tell us. Oh, man, I'm very torn between... Let me try this double cask am Between the 10... No, no, no.
4: Don't drink all of that. I want some more.
0: (laughs) Well, Well, I was going to go back to the 10 generations, and I realized there's none left because
1: you drank it all. Um, I had some help with John. That's partially my fault because, yeah, I I tried it thinking it was the (laughs) ombre.
4: He had two pours of 10 generations. Yeah.
0: I'm. You know, I am going to go the... So it's like 1A, 1B. I'm going to go 10 generations over the double cask. They're both fantastic for very different reasons. Um, I do like the little extra proof. Not that I'm a proof queen, as I'm on record loving things that are lower proof. But uh, I, I really love the light fruitiness of the 10 Generations. Um, but that, yeah, I could drink this double cask reserve. I could drink an entire bottle of this probably in two sittings.
1: And you're talking about that 100 milliliter? I'm talking you? about a 750. Okay, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, it's, just, I agree with it's delightful. Like, it's approachable. It's approachable. It's easy going. Yeah, it's, a, it's fantastic. But the, uh, the 10 generations is long going to favor of mine. I think, uh, I, I like the complexity of it. It's got a, it's got a little bit more, it's, it's definitely brighter, mm. but I feel like there, it's more complex as it's brighter. Whereas it maybe like that, that, maybe that's proof. I don't know, but, uh.
3: To me, but it's yeah. to me, it sounds like the this lineup has something for everybody. Oh,
0: absolutely, good and, point, Jenny. Yeah. and like, listen, if I was doing, if if I wanted, like, hey, what's the best, what like cognac you want to put in a cocktail? The 1840 original, um, all day long, hands down. Like, yep. give me that in every fucking brandy cocktail. If I'm if I've got the money to spend on forty bucks. With Forty-six bucks per for egg. Like, I mean, I mean
1: good what are you going to do the good spirit, you
4: know? Well, and what are you going to do less than that? I mean, twenty-five to thirty bucks. I mean, let me tell you, hold the, the amount of flavor you're let getting. Let me tell that you extra. the good
0: news about uh, a oh, yeah. sixteen-dollar bottle of French brandy uh, that I love. <laughs> what is it? God, I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now.
2: <laughs> you barely don't. <laughs> want well, to that, that wasn't that. good news. Her no, name no, it's, was. It's,
0: it's good. It's good though. Um, but I love her. <laughs> no, but there's a, there's a great French brandy that's like sixteen bucks. That I uh, that I love for is cocktails. Is Well, we got we got a bottle up here actually. I know we've got a bottle on hand here. Yeah.
3: Is it the the um?
0: I'm just blanking on the name, but I know. I'm,
3: it, I'm also blanking on the name.
0: But yeah, we've got we usually keep a bottle on hand just for. I don't think just we have one and right they now. Find
4: the 16, for for 99, and they yeah. know they've hit it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's 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 great though. But like this, if I'm if I had the if I had more money, I would, I prefer this. It's just yeah. it's more expensive. Like this is
1: this
4: that um,
0: would be the
1: college bar. Yeah, well,
0: it's like yeah. hey, if I'm on a budget, I like that. For if I have unlimited funds for a brandy cocktail i would love this this is fantastic honestly 46 bucks is not that much for what you're using it for but uh this brand is great i fucking love this has long been my favorite cognac brand across the board
1: i you know i i but i you got to give a little bit of love to somebody that does really well at sourcing i mean i a lot of people in the bourbon world like frown upon it but um it takes a really good palate and it takes a I mean, a lot of times too, if it's not if the market's not saturated with a bunch of sourcing folks, uh, really, you can look to them like Cinco and Tito's and uh, friend for doing a really good job at kind of. You don't have to know everything that they do, like it's. I mean, because anything that they do is potentially going to be solid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You so picked a
4: winner there, Parker. Yeah.
1: Great. Great job. All right. So what do we have coming up next? I mean, is it time for me to share with you? Oh
0: yes, if you'd like to on this episode, I would love to. Uh, so, John, as some of you may know, um, was defeated. Oh my! In God. our fantasy spirits competition, in a in a very close matchup, as it always is. Yeah. Listen, I mean, it's a,
1: uncanny. It's like one. It's,
0: it's crazy how yeah. how close all of these matchups have been. Yeah. It, re- it really we is. We couldn't
1: stage this better. Yeah. No,
0: it it really is like nuts how how crazy and close all these matches have been.
1: Now, I've, I've done the math on this. So, this yeah. is the third year in a row that I've lost barely to you. Yeah.
2: And and they're, uh, Parker's decided no more Matthews because the Matthews uh, running, always go against we're me. I uh, yes, running out I've, of Matthews.
1: I've, I've, I've never
2: won. We still have Nance. Yeah.
1: Well, I, we've got to test out her pal a little bit. Apparently, yeah. she doesn't like Chardonnay.
3: Yeah, Nancy is more of a wine gal. Yeah, yeah no way in heck we get Nance yeah. on this. Yeah, I like how you said heck because you were thinking I Nancy gave my yeah. mother, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> send,
1: send this podcaster. So the first year uh, that I uh, got you a bottle for uh, your good victory, uh, it was a bottle of the Grander Rum, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and last year um, it was like um, a real winner. Uh, last year it was a real dud I don't remember what it was. It was some experimental thing.
0: If I can. So St. Remy VSOP is, the, rum, is oh, yeah. the brandy I was thinking. Yeah, the, yeah, The French brandy I was thinking of. St. Remy VSOP uh, for like 15, 16 bucks. It's my favorite cheap brandy to do cocktails with.
4: Anyway, sorry. Also, oh, go on.
1: also a sponsor of our podcast, mm-hmm. St. Remy. Soon. Um, okay, so then last year was kind of an experimental thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of fell off. Um,
4: do we remember what it was? It was a bourbon. Right. It was a
1: bourbon. So this year I decided to go with what I know. Uh, which is, can you guess? Blown guys in bus stations? <laughs> Whoa. Aside, aside from, <laughs> in the spirits world. So, sorry, there. that was, that was me and I
0: apologize. Okay. That was, uh, okay. that was too much and I'm sorry, okay. Oh everybody. my goodness. I want to apologize to John, his <laughs> family. Uh, can I put mine in? Is it, fans. is
1: it a Mezcal? It's a Mezcal.
0: Oh, fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: And uh, this mezcal caught, mezcal caught my eye because there's not many like it on the market. Okay. It's, it's. And it's one I know you haven't had before because it's a, a store-only...
4: I think I've had it before.
1: Do you know what it is? That's because it's in this bag. It's hard to see. Uh, we'll see. All right.
4: That
0: sweet Publix bag you got there. That's
1: right. It's Publix bag uh, inside of it. Please don't throw those other things the floor. bag.
4: ABC uh, bag. Maybe not if it's from the south, so no. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So this is... Oh, shit. It's in Añejo Mezcal. What the fuck is that? And the... Uh, so you're probably thinking, well, this is Espadine but the um agave is tequila tequilanya. it's the tequila blue, blue ever, yeah blue, uh, uh, blue ever. so um that's awesome I dude. really like that's fucking awesome so parker Open it. so parker Open this <laughs> year uh you used the cinco sentidos mixteca that had azul which is another name for yeah. this type of agave that tequila agave and this is all of that tequila agave um which by the way that Cinco sentidos rocked me this year in the competition. So I figured this has got to be pretty good.
0: I'll, I'll never apologize for being being good at things.
1: And the most important thing is that this is readily available and it is uh, also fairly inexpensive. Um, but, you know, mezcal tends to be more expensive because of how much work goes into it. Now, Parker, can you read the, uh, or can I see it? The uh, it's Luminar? Yes, yeah, so Luminar mezcal,
0: uh,
1: 100% agave, aged
0: oak for one year. Protect an Appalachian of origin. So this is like this is a real deal thing here. This is fantastic.
1: I'm ec- I'm excited for it. I I have high hopes. But the-
0: um, Jenny, I apologize. I know this is going super long. But we're gonna try this real quick.
1: I mean, I wasn't complaining. I- I'm excited to try. It. <laughs> you could cut it into a bonus episode, for the Patreon.
0: Well, just a little l- little nip of mezcal because we uh, you know, we Are have we- more drinking tonight. Yeah. No more drinking tonight. But that's a but. I'm very thank you, John. That's awesome. I've never seen anything like that. Well, okay. wait till okay. Good, I'm which, glad to hear which, that. Which is that—that that is the point of our contest—is yeah. the—is you give somebody something they never had before.
4: And that smoke is fantastic.
1: I spent a lot of
3: time. That's in definitely something oh, that, that nose he is hasn't
1: wonderful.
0: Had Holy shit! That—that's that awesome. Is,
4: that is, Am
3: I allowed to say so? There's a
4: lot of depth oh, of in there.
0: No, John, I actually have a new mezcal for you to try after uh, we're done <laughs> recording, but uh, which I'm oh, yeah. excited about. Oh yeah, it's got that nose is amazing.
3: It kind of has a tequila vibe. Well,
0: no, that, that's the agave that you Same, yeah. teca- same uh, tequila agave. These it's are just, things
1: I don't know about.
0: But it's not tequila because it's where it's grown probably. And yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, and something about it too that's is awesome. like, yeah. Something that's, about it too is not as peppery as tequila. It's got
3: kind of that no, funky it's, agave. It's it's agave back that's to the out.
4: comment about cocktails, this is not something you would uh, put in a cocktail. This is way too good. For no, no. Okay, this John. Fantastic. Clean.
1: Fucking well done.
3: That was delightful. That's,
4: that's awesome. Really You've redeemed yourself from last year.
1: Excellent. Excellent. That's all I really wanted. I... Spent so much time.
0: Right. i actually I, I, Ali poured too much and she's like poured some into mine and then she's yeah. gonna try it and she's gonna want hers back. Yeah. And I'm not gonna give it to her.
2: What's, What's funny is No, the reason that I poured it before trying it is because I knew I would drink it all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's it's like...
0: Very good. So try it.
2: <laughs> I have to be up at five thirty AM, guys.
1: Um, Ali, but, by like, the way,
0: earlier every time she talks about it, but uh
1: <laughs> So I spent a lot that's of time what caffeine no, that's that's delightful agonizing John. over this choice well I was like, oh man, I got to at least do well on this choice. So yeah, (laughs) Allie's freaking out.
3: No, that's, that's great.
2: Fucking good, John.
3: That, John, you bo- kill- that bottle fucks. That bottle also
2: fucks. Okay, yeah. somebody get put it, the sticker. Put a sticker seriously, on it. <laughs> put a sticker on that put a sticker shit. On it. That bottle fucks. John,
0: <laughs> John fucking redeems himself. You know what? You're a gracious loser, and I appreciate that. You know,
1: <laughs> it's, and
4: he's looking forward to when you lose again next
0: year. I do well mm-hmm.
1: every in everything I do, and if it's losing, I'm going to do well at that. Too.
0: No, <laughs> it's, it's important to note that I also won my fantasy football league. Um, did you really?
1: Congratulations.
0: I, d- I did. Thank you. Um, I'm just. I'm just a winner. In 2024, Parker's winning. This uh hey, at listen, almost everything in life. And, uh, you know, it's great. If there's That's one great. thing
2: winners are going to do, talk about it? They're going to win. Oh.
3: And <laughs> That's then
4: probably
2: talk about it. Yeah.
4: It's like people that, uh, you know, run marathons. They're going to talk oh, about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Like, John, you know, like a, a tree falls in the woods. Like, if <laughs> you know, he hear about it, then like, you're going to let everybody know. Yeah, like. yeah.
1: All right. But I do want to say so this Luminar uh, Mezcal. This is like the Dorleys of Añejo Mezcal because okay. it is readily available at uh the uh, there's in Florida a, It's right in, in Florida like, okay uh but also I think it's a it's, it's a total wine thing and I know that's yeah I that's know. funny.
0: Listen, I used to shop there a lot when I lived
4: in Florida, so yeah. I understand. And we don't um, have
1: them in Illinois for good reason. There's like one in
4: Illinois. So why are you muling a whole case back? for the rest right? of us.
1: <laughs> But I mean, mm. but I mean, one of the things I do love that we started this podcast to do is to find affordable spirits and tell the people about it.
0: Absolutely, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So we're we're we're, we're really teachers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. professors of uh, L- like spirits. we're like
0: the Mandarin in Iron Man Three. Like, yeah, we're teachers. Um, chai
1: Chai Spirits Profs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, guys, this is probably got too long. Let me me tell you, John, where can they find us on Instagram?
1: Oh, it's Chai Spirits Guys.
0: At Chai Spirits Guys.
1: Yep. yep, yep. You can use a little at.
0: Um, If you you got great ideas for episodes or just like praise for me, scorn for you, where can they find us?
1: Uh, Well, they would do it at Chai Spirits Guys at gmail.com.
0: Kill it. Kill it. Yeah. And then like, what about if they wanted to find just regular information about us, but also like the link to the merch store?
1: Oh, what I would probably there? just Google Chai Spirits
0: Guys.
3: Yeah, it, uh, it's Ch- called Chai Spirits Guys dot com, John. Yeah, but I mean, come on, I don't go anywhere. I always Google. I it will first. say,
0: I will say, I added some new things recently to the Zazzle. Yeah, yeah, to our the the, uh, to the our, merch store. our merch store, which yeah. is through, through Zazzle, which you can find a link for it at uh, our website Chai Spirits Guys dot com. There's all there's like fifty things you can get Chai Spirits Guys related. But what if I need to buy something for my friend's child? Don't worry, we've got your onesie, we've got your shirt, we got all kinds of stuff. What about my grandma
1: who likes to play pickleball?
0: We got a pickleball paddle. We got, yo, really? we we, yeah, oh, absolutely, we got the stuff. We got ping pong paddles. We got ping pong balls. I always lose my keys. If I had something to put on the key, we got keychains. By the way, I've got a gift for you. By the way, and oh. it's a Chase keychain. Oh, thank you for Christmas. Uh, I'm so excited that you mentioned that. It's amazing.
1: I'm crying. Thank you.
0: So, guys, just um, we love you listening. Thanks so much. This is fun,
1: especially as long as that this is gone.
0: I know. we're rambling. We appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Cheers.